Welcome to Thoughts Disrupted with your host, Melissa Girovec. This podcast is for the doers, the seekers, and the entrepreneurs ready to make a change in their life and business. Together each week, we will explore topics that will help push you out of your comfort zone and change your thoughts to better serve your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome. On today's episode, we're going to talk about becoming a calm person so we can win in business and in life. I didn't realize how much I used to just operate with a stressed, anxious, busy energy all the time. I constantly felt exhausted. I didn't know why. And it wasn't until I started really becoming self-aware, studying vibration, and really looking at how I was going through my day that I realized, wow, I'm sabotaging myself. If you look at anybody who's really successful, they have a calm energy about them. They're not running around like a chicken with its head cut off. They're not exuding any kind of stress, anxiety, worry, doubt. They're very calm. And they're very calm because they set themselves up to be calm. Now, when I started my business, I got lost in this hustle culture, you guys. I got lost in it. I was working from home a certain amount of hours, but then I was upstairs with my kids and we're sitting on the couch and I'm sitting around thinking about my business and hopping on social media for my business. And just, I couldn't disconnect from it because I felt like if I was going to be successful, I had to be pouring so much time and energy. And that's such a common belief that if you want to be successful, you have to go, 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 go all the time and pour everything you have into your business. And that's just not true. You don't have to do that. Do you have to work hard? Yes. But that does not translate into long hours and pouring all of yourself into your business and not taking care of yourself and not actually living life. Like that's not what that means. We have to work smart. That's how you win. And learning how to be calm is part of that. So before I get into today's tips for establishing a sense of calm in your everyday, I want to read a passage to you from a book called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And in this book, he has a chapter called Serenity. It is one of the most powerful chapters I have ever read in a book. And I think it's going to be a really powerful way for me to make the connection for you between becoming calm and winning in business. I'm just going to read a little passage from it. In the book, he says, The calm man, having learned how to govern himself, knows how to adapt himself to others, and they in turn reverence his spiritual strength and feel that they can learn of him and rely upon him. The more tranquil a man becomes, the greater is his success, his influence, his power for good. Even the ordinary trader will find his business prosperity increase as he develops a greater self-control and equanimity, for people will always prefer to deal with a man whose demeanor is strongly equable. 
It's a really powerful chapter in As a Man Thinketh, James Allen. Highly recommend it. But a person who is calm can think clearly. And a person who can think clearly can communicate better, can come up with strategies, can come up with solutions, can be more ambitious. So let's talk about establishing a sense of calm in your everyday. Here are my four tips. Number one, start your day off right. Now, I know you've heard this before. You've heard this many times. But I'm going to offer you two different things that I want you to think about when you're thinking about starting your day off right. The first is to wake up with intention. Before you even leave your bed, when you wake up, I want you to set the tone for your day. Now, that can be through a gratitude practice, expressing gratitude for something before you even get out of bed. Or that could be through a mantra of some sort. For me, I like to wake up in the morning and before I leave my bed, I make a promise to myself that I'm going to show up in my day, in my life, in my business as my highest level self, whatever that looks like for me that day, because that doesn't look like the same thing every day. But I'm going to show up as my highest level self that day. I make that promise. And then the second thing I want you to think about is to have elements in your morning routine that set you up to be calm. Now that might look like listening to affirmations while you're doing your hair. It might look like having chill music on while you're making breakfast, just really setting the tone. It might look like having your favorite drink in the morning. Maybe it's the way you like your coffee. Maybe it's a smoothie you really enjoy. You can enjoy things first thing in the morning. Take that time to enjoy things. When my kids wake up, I like to bring them over to the window. And if it's sunny, I like to point out the sunrise. And we talk about the colors that we see and how beautiful it is. We just do it for a moment. But if you start the morning off with joy and with ease, it's going to change your days. It's going to change the way your days look. It's going to change the energy that you bring to your day. It's going to be really powerful for you. And in saying that, something that I want to mention is give yourself enough time to do those things in the morning. Okay. Give yourself enough time. Maybe That means you're going to have to prepare the night before, lay things out, make your lunch, whatever. Maybe that means that you're going to have to get up a little earlier if you know that some people in the family like to hog the bathroom or something. Give yourself the time. You're not going to regret it. Number two, you have to have ways to help yourself when you don't feel calm. You have to have a personal toolkit that you can go to when things start to get rough, okay? When you start to feel that mental chatter is going on, when you start to feel that that feeling in your, in your veins, that discomfort, that tightness in your chest, that stress, that anxiety, when you start to feel overwhelmed and chaotic, 
you want to have tools in your personal toolkit so that you can maintain, so that you can prevent, so that you can keep things under control. You don't want to let things get to the danger zone where you're totally just done and you you can't anymore. You don't want to get to level five. You want to keep tools in your toolbox so you can stay at level one, two as much as you can, right? Now that might look like a, a few different things. It might look like breath work. It might look like progressive relaxation. It might look like mantras, affirmations, declarations. It might look like visualization. Visualization is very powerful. It might look like aromatherapy. I was gifted an aura spray. I love the smell of it. And sometimes when I start to get into my own head a little bit, I'll just spray it and take two deep breaths and it just resets me. You want to be doing things like that throughout your day so that you can maintain. Number three, you want to plan ahead. Okay. Plan, plan, plan. Planning is huge. Any successful person is highly organized and plans ahead. Why? Because it sets you up for success. And some people will say, well, I'm not a planner. Planning is not tied to identity. It's not that some people are planners and some people are not. It's that some people are in the habit of planning and some people are not. If you're not in the habit of planning and you want to be really successful, you have to start getting in the habit of planning. Okay. Any really successful person has things planned out. That is the way to go. But it doesn't have to be this really huge task. If you spend 30 minutes on a Sunday writing out your tasks for the week, and not just your business work tasks, but your personal tasks, okay, what am I doing this week? Well, the floors are going to have to be vacuumed. I need to do some groceries. I have these, this, and this appointment. The kids have this, this, and this appointment. I need to pay this. I need to call this person. And then you look at your work stuff. What do you have to do? What are the tasks? And you write them all out. And then you assign a certain number of them to each day in a non-overwhelming manner. So don't put too many tasks on there. You're not going to have them done properly anyway. And then you go forward with that as an adaptable, flexible plan. It can change as needed. But now you've got a plan. Let me tell you how that makes a difference. If you wake up on a Monday morning and you've got all kinds of things pulling at your attention, okay, you wake up, you see that the floors are, are filthy, everybody's running around, you're thinking about all the work tasks you have to do and all the pers- personal tasks that you have to do, that is overwhelming. You're being pulled in 10,000 different directions and it's exhausting. You're just, you're just bleeding energy now. Because just thinking about it, just thinking about all of it. Oh my gosh. But if you wake up on a Monday morning and you say, I'm doing this, 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 and this, that's the plan. Might not go that way, but that's what I have planned. And the floors are dirty, but I don't have to worry about it because I penciled that in for tomorrow. They're getting done tomorrow. So what's, what's one day of being dirty? They're getting done tomorrow. Man. There's ease in that. There's ease in knowing you don't have to worry about everything because you've made time for it. And suddenly 
you don't feel like there's a mountain of things calling your name. You have your tasks for the day and that's that. Set yourself up to be calm. People who are really calm are not calm by accident. They're calm because they set themselves up that way. Number four, control what you let into your mind. Control what you are consuming. This is a really big one. This is something you might not have really thought about, but you really want to control what ideas you're letting into your mind and what you're consuming on a daily basis and what you're participating in. That's going to look like a lot of different things. That's going to look like, what are you listening to? What are you listening to? Are you listening to programs, music, shows that are supporting you and benefiting you or that are dragging you down? Are you following accounts on social media that are benefiting you, supporting you, motivating you, inspiring you? Or are you looking at accounts and reading comments that are dragging you down? Are you plopping yourself in front of the TV and watching shows that are supporting you, benefiting you, motivating you, inspiring you, entertaining you, making you laugh? Or are you watching shows that are full of drama and angst and bringing you down? And there's nothing wrong with watching a crime drama once in a while, but you have to be aware that when you consume negativity, it drains you of energy. It costs you something. Anytime you engage in conversation with someone that is negative and without purpose, it costs you energy. And so if you're finding yourself exhausted and at the end of the day, you're just so exhausted, that might be why. You're bleeding energy all day, engaging with things that do not support or benefit you or anyone else. When it comes to conversations in the break room, if people are just complaining about the status quo, but not actually coming up with any kind of solution or action plan, that's not a beneficial conversation. And it's really easy to change the direction of a conversation like that. You just say, that's interesting. And then compliment the person. Man, that outfit looks so great on you. Change the energy. Change the direction. If you're engaging with things that are draining you of energy, you're going to be so drained. You're not going to be able to stay calm because you've just got all this stuff that you carry that's not even yours. It's not even yours to carry, but you carry it. And if you don't believe that you carry all that stuff, I mean – Roll your shoulders a little bit when you, at the end of your day, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the tension. Be very aware of what, you're, of what you're letting into your mind, of what you're engaging with, of what you're consuming. Because that, if you're carrying too much stuff that is not going to benefit you in any way, then you're going to have this tense energy. You're not going to be able to fully be calm. It's, you're going to be impatient. You're going to be irritated because it is a lot to carry that all the time. It's hard. So really be aware of that. So four things to bring a sense of calm into your everyday. Pick one first and get into the habit of it and then work on the other ones. Number one, starting your day off right 
waking up with intention, having elements to your morning routine that set you up. Don't wait on life to magically just give you a great morning. That's not the way it works. Number two, have tools in your personal toolkit to help you prevent, manage, maintain your sense of calm as much as possible. Okay? Don't let it get to the worst possible level if you can avoid it. Number three, plan ahead. Make sure that you are setting yourself up so that you have time to do things and you're not overwhelming yourself every single day being pulled in 10,000 directions. And number four, control the ideas that you are letting into your mind. Control what you're consuming, control who you're following, control where you're spending your time and your energy so that you're not depleting yourself. A sense of calm, calm energy. That's what you want to go into your day with. That's what you want to go into your business with. That's what you want to go into your conversations with. And people can sense that. People can pick up on that. And you're going to find you connect with people so much better. You're going to find that you have this magnetism. It draws people in. Anybody who's really successful, people want to be around them, not just for the success, but because they're magnetic. They have an energy that people people want some of that. They want to feel some of it. They don't have to be near successful people to get it. They can set that, that up for themselves. So pick one of them. And if you're following me on Instagram at MJ underscore mindset, let me know which one you're going to start working on first, which one resonated the most with you. You can also reach out to me, uh, Melissa at melissajiravec.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts and have a really awesome rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so grateful for you. I hope you leave this podcast and take one step, no matter how large or small, towards your goals. Until next week, if you're feeling what I'm putting out, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Don't forget to hit subscribe, and I'll see you next week. Bye.